Welcome to the LeedsCon Industry Insider Podcast, where we explore all aspects of today's lead gen industry. From customer engagement and acquisition to lead conversion and sales, we connect with key thought leaders on measurable marketing, consumer behavior, and privacy, plus all the new technologies and trends that shape the industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the LeedsCon Industry Insider Podcast. I'm your host and content director for LeedsCon, Warren Pickett. Thanks again for joining us for another episode where we talk about performance marketing today and how to set yourself up for success in the future. We hope everyone's doing well and uh, rounding out their summer in, in good fashion. And just a quick reminder, we have a webinar coming up next month in August, uh, which will be around lead management, whether you should buy or build your solution. That's sponsored by Finexa and will be at 1 p.m. on August 11th. So we hope that you will join us for that webinar. And then the next Power Hour networking hour that we have is August 19th, also at 1 o'clock Eastern that day. You can go to the LeedsCon Las Vegas website and click on media in the navigation bar and you can find out details for how to register for future webinars, Power Hours, and then also how to subscribe to the podcast series. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about messaging and lead generation specifically through SMS and text messaging. I'm very pleased to have with us AC Evans, who is the co-founder and CEO of Drips. AC, it's great to have you with us. Thanks for joining. Hey, Warren. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. Uh, AC, as we jump into things, you know, I, I kind of look at this topic and, and think about there are so many channels where lead generation has, has made such an impact. And, you know, I think for some brands, for some advertisers, obviously uh, messaging may be a little bit newer on the block. Um, and so just to kind of kick things off, can you talk about how messaging has evolved and, and really has become kind of a primary lead gen channel? Yeah, I, I think of messaging very similar to how you would think of email, you know, 15 years ago, right? right. It was when it was new and hot and nobody was inundated with, you know, a, a ton of inbox. Uh, email in, in, inbox was at an all time high. People had 80% open rates and, and it, it crushed, you know, that, that was the channel for so long. And then us, uh, you know, uh, Mark was the saying marketers ruin everything. Right. Uh, so, so that eventually got inundated. Uh, right. and then, and I think SMS is the newest, the newest version of that. The, the big differentiation I think is email was very drive to site, right? Drive to action, drive to click, whatever, where SMS, if you do it and you do it correctly and you, you do what, what, what we have coined as uh, conversational texting, and you ask a question, then you can drive a conversation. And I think that's where all the power lies within messaging is not the messaging itself. It's not talking at somebody like every other channel, you sure. know, commercial, radio, billboard, direct mail, email. Those are all you know, call center, right? Those are all talking at somebody uh, trying, to, trying to take the consumer's time. But if you do texting in a conversational manner and you ask a question and you, you hold an asynchronous conversation over what might take days or weeks, then you can, you know, bring the user further down the buying journey, answer questions they may or may not have, uh, get, you know, uh, educate them a little bit more. And then when they're ready, uh, if you're, if you're still with them in that conversation, then they can, they can purchase. So it's just a longer tail conversion uh, effort. 
And you just touched on kind of a, a lot of things in my next question, which was going to be, you know, what are some of the things that you can realize or, or do with messaging that maybe you can't with other channels? And I know that, you know, certainly there's a, a fair bit of automation that can happen with messaging, but is there anything else that comes to mind that, you know, messaging is really good at that maybe some of these other channels aren't uh, as far as, like you said, not just talking at people, but having a conversation? Yeah, it's it's talking with people instead of at them. I think that is the biggest difference. Um, we find that the average consumer gets over 60 push notifications a day. You think of email, social media, uh, regular messenger, right. text, phone, whatever it may be. And then you stack on all the other stuff, the direct mail, the commercials, the radio, the, the, the billboards. You have all these businesses you know, just, just fighting for eyeballs. Uh, but very few of those businesses are reaching out and asking questions. Very few of them are, are talking with the consumers. So we find that uh, that, is the, that is the single biggest thing that uh, happens to side. One you have a different frequency, which means you can cut through the noise, right? Of all the other talking at people. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can just at least get the attention from a text message. You know, it gets to their phone, they read it, they see it. Uh, but if you do it right, you do it asynchronously, that asynchronous part, that's what... Uh, SMS has that nothing else has. You, you can't, you know, you can't asynchronously show somebody a banner. You know, I mean, you could, you could, you know, follow them around the internet with retargeted ads, but it's a little different. You know, that's still obtrusive. It's just more of the same. Right. But if you can uh, really engage somebody, get a conversation going, and persist that conversation for some days, uh, that's that's what it really gets you. And and what what it's ultimately doing and why it's so effective is is putting control back in the consumer's hands, right? If if I'm just showing you banners and showing you ads and putting stuff in your direct mail or whatever it may be, uh, calling your cell phone from a call center, you, you have no control over that you know, that engagement with the brand, but all the big businesses that are really, really winning now are ones that are putting control in the consumer's hands. Cause that's what consumers are demanding. Now they want more Uber, more Amazon, more DoorDash, more, you know, pausing live TV, whatever it may be, but it all circles back to on demand when they want it, how they want it, wherever they want it. So if you're not, enabling the consumer to, to drive the, uh, the conversation, then, you know, you're just going to have a tougher and tougher time getting them to convert. Yep. And I would think too, you know, uh, going a little bit off script, I know you said it, it can be a, a longer tail kind of conversion or, or, you know, conversation that you have with somebody. I think a great benefit of messaging can also be the customer service aspect. And obviously you can do that through call marketing and, and some other channels, but not every other channel. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when these brands are reaching out to customers and trying to get them to make a purchase or, or make a decision, a lot of times you can really foster that through, you know, some lead nurturing along the way. Um, have you found that to be true in, in, you know, with your own clients? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we go all the way through the funnel. I mean, we, a lot of it's customer service, a lot of it's uh, enablement, a lot of it's, you know, reminders, administrative messaging. Yep. I mean, we're doing some cool stuff for some insurance carriers where we're, we're texting, uh, we're texting people, letting them know a hailstorm is about to hit, you know, wow. Hey Warren, we see you're in, you know, 
insert city here, Colorado, you yep. should pull your car in a hailstorm's about to hit. Now they're getting ahead of claims. They're doing claims reduction. They're saving money. They're saving the, the consumer money. It's a great user experience. And, uh, ultimately it's going to add a, you know, more lifetime value for that, you know, that person that's buying insurance. So it, it, it it's at all parts, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody, you know, loves calling and getting stuck in a phone tree and having to be on hold for 20 minutes just to see where your claim is. Right. But a lot of companies or a lot of consumers, excuse me, don't know or haven't yet taken the time to install you know, an app from the general or whatever, right? Like a lot of these companies have these really great apps and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Phone, you know, smartphone apps and whatnot. So you can just see your claim right there. You don't have to call in, you don't have to check on, you know, your quote, like this information exists out there and we're still seeing, I mean, there's, there's billions of minutes of phone calls every year inbound from consumers trying to get hold of enterprises and you know it's it's a it's a real pain point for for big companies um you know in your example there of insurance and kind of getting ahead of the claim process uh, is a great one um this may be kind of a, a ludicrous question but you know do you see that certain brands or industries certain verticals are are better suited for you know sms messaging or is it really just kind of across the board i think it's across the board but the the content is the big variable, right? The creative is the variable. So if you are Liberty Mutual, uh, big client of Drips, uh, I'm a big fan of theirs. They, they, they've just done a great job at getting back in the lead, you know, lead buying performance marketing business. Uh-huh. And uh, so they, you know, they can have a long tail, you know, conversation, you know, which is not a cheap thing to do. I mean, these are, you know, there's a lot of resourcing that goes behind it, not, not just Drips, but humans as well. Uh, getting those people on the phone, giving them quotes, whatever it may be, they can afford that though, because their LTV, the lifetime value of a a Liberty Mutual client is very high, right? Right. So you can afford that long tail conversational texting, you know, very enterprise grade human, uh, human touch. Now, on the flip side, if you're selling a pair of boots, you know, on e-com, that that math just won't work, right? But, you know, for e-com, you can say, hey, Warren, welcome to, you know, whatever, boots.com. Give us your mobile number for 10% off versus, you know, opt-in for your email for 10% off, right? Mm -hmm. So now you can persist with the mobile number and, you know, give them shopping cart uh, reminders, abandonment reminders, uh, coupons, things like that. But it would be more transactional in nature, right? Because the the act of uh, buying boots is more transactional in nature and the act of buying insurance is more human in nature. I grew up going to my insurance agent, right? So, you know, I'm in, in, and I'm not that young, you know, so the, there's a lot of people now that still want to talk to somebody when it comes to doing a big, uh, considered purchase like that. So I think for considered purchases, you know, insurances, financial services, home services, three day blinds, you know, big, big budget, you know, type things. Um, then I think a, a conversation, conversational texting is appropriate. And then for everybody else, you know, just a transactional messages, uh, also, also work really well. One of the things, AC, I think we've seen this year, um, you know, with with more people staying remote, staying at home, not going into the office, um, you know, certainly consumer behavior and our use of technology has shifted a little bit. And I know that there are some great examples out there of more self-service tools. And you mentioned that a minute ago with the insurance companies, companies like the General uh, or Liberty Mutual that may have really good mobile apps and, and giving those tools and resources that people don't have to dial in, they don't have to wait on their claim. They can kind of see where things are in process. Um, 
but you know, what have you seen as far as the way that kind of this shift in consumer behavior has has impacted messaging and, and the way that brands are reaching out to consumers through that channel? Well, I think you know, a lot of companies have good apps, right? Uh, a lot of companies have good self service, uh, you know, smartphone apps. I think the biggest problem is awareness of that app, right? So, like, sure. if I'm if I'm a Liberty Mutual or the general consumer. How, how do I know that, right? Like, and, and it's not something that I, I see a lot of companies pushing in their IVRs directly. I think that's going to happen more as as the shift to trying to cut down the noise on these inbound service calls. I think you're going to hear things like, "Hey, hold times are 17 minutes. Uh, we see you're on an iPhone, though, Warren. Did you know that you can, you know, you can install uh, Liberty Mutual's, you know, app? Uh, just go to the iOS. You know, press one if you'd like a link to the app. Right. You know, so I think you're going to see more companies driving towards adoption of those apps, and I think you can use messaging as one of those primary. Uh, drivers to do so. Uh, before that, though, I mean, you know, a few years ago, a couple years ago, even uh, SMS was not widely adopted with enterprise. You know, mm-hmm. messaging was not widely adopted. So it always starts with performance marketing, right? People figure it out, call centers, lead generators, uh, agencies, and whatnot. And then it eventually rolls up to and adopts towards the enterprise. So I think that's what we're seeing now is we're having a lot of big conversations with with some of the biggest companies in the country and in the and in the world, and uh, they're getting more comfortable and in making an investment into SMS. Uh, before that, though, they just they had what they had. You know, they they would they had a nice call center, they had an email company, they had a, a smartphone app, but there's no way easily to cut through the noise to tell Warren or their consumers that they even have a smartphone app. So I think, yeah. I think we'll see a lot more companies leveraging that on the inbound calls. A lot of companies instead, you know, press one and we can, you know, send you a link to your claim. And then that, that claim that says, you know, make sure you install the iOS app and then do this and then do this uh, so that you can save time. Because again, no, nobody wants to sit on hold, you know, and, and yeah. but at the same time, nobody knows a lot of these apps exist. Right. Yeah, being able to connect the dots and kind of tie those resources together, you know, to ultimately give your customers a a better experience, right? Um, Helping them to help themselves, finding ways that they can get information faster, answer questions that they might have without, like you said, waiting on hold for for an extended period of time. So, um, AC, one last question for you. You know, I always like to ask kind of where are things going? How is messaging evolving and, and where do you see kind of you know, the next iteration. What we're going to see next is a lot of, uh, again, a lot of invest. In, I always say, uh, you know, last, last year, the year before was a lot of companies were testing in SMS and now we see a lot of companies investing in SMS. Sure. I mean, there yeah. was a lot of questions around different laws, different consents, TCPA, this, what's administrative versus marketing. And while a lot of the courts are still split on a lot of this stuff, um, a lot of it's getting a little more clear, you know, so a lot of big companies are getting a little more comfort around, you know, their messaging strategy, how they're doing it, their risk tolerance, their strat, uh, you know, wh- where they want to plug it in at which parts of the funnel. And then some companies are doing a great job at that. So I think what you'll see is it's not going to just live in performance marketing. It's going to start to go into more administrative uh, things, which which is you know candidly where it, a lot of a lot of where it should be living, you know, like uh-huh. letting people know that they just you know they, they need to bring this uh, file in when they come to do their taxes, or letting them know that a hailstorm is about to hit, or whatever it may be. So I always think of I always call it moving further down the funnel. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to have uh, now that we have technologies like Drips and others uh, that can hold those conversations. I think you'll see 
more conversations deeper down the funnel, not just trying to help, you know, the call centers get a couple more percent of people on the phone, but really driving higher value with those lower volume, middle and deep funnel uh, users to, you know, to, to service them better. You know, I mean, it could be, you know, somebody got all the way down to the point where they're going to sign for a $50,000, uh, solar panel installation. And they, and they, they, they got cold feet because their homeowners association took too long. I mean, they, these are big, big, big problems for some of the biggest companies in the world. And it's all, yeah. it's all in the middle of the funnel. It's not so much top of the funnel anymore. It's, it's more in the middle and at the end where the person got all the way there, they spent all that money on the marketing and then they lost them at the last second. I think that's where you're going to see a lot of enterprises leveraging this channel in the, in the near future. Well, very cool. Um, exciting stuff for sure. You know, I'm, I'm pleased for you, but but for the industry to, to continue to see the channel growing. Um, and it's exciting to kind of hear, you know, kind of how companies are being innovative and what they're doing to, to put it into practice. So thanks for sharing. It's always great to connect with you. And great, Warren. Great to see you. Great to talk to you. Thanks, AC. Um, Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We encourage you to uh, subscribe and sign up for the uh, future podcasts. Um, We're excited to bring this to you and help bring the community together. Um, Stay tuned for more announcements coming from LeedsCon. And uh, we hope everyone's staying well and being safe. And we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning into this episode of LeedsCon's Industry Insider Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest news, insights, and the best takeaways you need to drive your performance marketing to the next level.